0: Public relations specialists are responsible for growing, shaping, and maintaining a company's reputation and brand. This is a quote from Glassdoor.com. Mark Preacher tells us his story as a PR specialist. It's a very demanded job where competition is high. So how do you land a job in PR? Listen to the podcast and you'll learn. So thank you very much, Mac, for being here. And we are fellow podcasters, so all the more interesting and appreciated. It's nice to be on the other end of the of the microphone, I guess, <laughs> for once. <laughs> so I would like to ask by knowing a little bit about your academic background and what brought you to your PR career.
1: Well, I studied at a university in the United States, um, the University of Iowa, where I majored in political science and minored in Latin American studies and then earned a master's degree in public administration at Harvard's Kennedy School of Government. So you might wonder how does that prepare you for a career in public relations? Getting a liberal arts education taught me good analytical skills, taught me how to listen well and how to write, and those are all very important skills to have in public relations. And when I was in graduate school, at Harvard. uh, One of my three areas of concentration was communications. The other two were public administration and electoral politics.
0: Okay. And back then, did you know that uh, you were going to be doing PR work?
1: When I finished college, Laura, I knew I wanted to do three things, though I couldn't have told it to you this succinctly. But the three areas that interested me were working in electoral politics on political campaigns. The second, was getting paid to write for a living. And the third was to work on human rights advocacy in Latin America. And by the time I reached my mid-20s, I'd done all three of those things, and my education helped me prepare for those jobs. But doing that work also gave me an opportunity to sharpen my public relations skills, particularly in, in writing and working with the media. And that laid the foundation for the career I've had in public relations.
0: I see. So wow, you did a lot <laughs> by the time that you were 30 years old. So how did it pan out? So you finish your liberal arts studies, and then what's your the first job that you land?
1: The first job I had after college was working on a U.S. Senate race in my home state of Iowa, and I was a organizer and fundraiser, and the job involved going door-to-door raising money for a U.S. Senate campaign. And it was every night I had to knock on 70 to 90 doors and talk to 30 or 40 people and uh, deliver messages on behalf of our candidate as well as uh, ask people to contribute to the campaign. So when you're talking to people you don't know every night, five nights a week, and you're talking to them about a topic like politics as well as asking them to uh, financially support a campaign, you get really good at communications, at reading people, and listening to people, and if you don't develop those skills, you're probably not going to last more than a week. So, uh, I was—it was a really good experience. It taught me a lot about uh, how to listen and how to understand others, and it also taught me humility because uh, often people just didn't want to hear from you, uh, no matter what your candidate. They just wanted to, and you know, so I got a lot of doors slammed in my face as well. Did you? It okay, was a short-term so you, job. You, you also yeah. had to
0: work on your ego. <laughs> yes, okay. yeah. So, it teaches
1: uh, you humility, yeah.
0: Yes, absolutely. And how long did you have to do this?
1: I joined the campaign uh, right after graduation in June, and elections in the United States are, are typically held in November, or at least national campaigns. So I, I did it for about six months, and I knew while I was doing it that I was going to take another position in Washington, D.C., that would allow me to use my public relations skills. It was with a human rights organization, uh, the Council on Hemispheric Affairs, where I'd done a, a internship when I was in college. And what we did at the council was work with reporters who were based in Washington, D.C., representing not only the U.S. media, but the international media. And we pitched them on stories about human rights issues in Latin America. And we did it Laura, because as a nonprofit, we wanted to shape the public policy debate about U.S. foreign policy in Latin America. And one way to do that was to make sure that the human rights perspective was being covered in the media that policymakers in Congress and the U.S. government paid attention to. And we did that by connecting Latin American leaders with reporters and editors. And it was a great place to learn how to. Write uh, how to talk to reporters and how to pitch stories, and I did that for almost three years after I moved to D.C.
0: Okay, so that helped bring another big piece of the puzzle of the PR of a PR career. Can you tell our audience uh, what does a
1: PR expert do? Someone who works in public relations is a storyteller, and they're working on behalf of someone, a client. It could be an organization, an individual, who has a story to tell, and they want to get it in front of a certain audience. And they do it, Laura, because they want to make a change. So I I run a public relations company now. We focus on social change communications. We take clients who want to make a difference about an issue or improve their community, and... We find in our work with clients that they typically want to see one or all of three kinds of changes, and they want to use public relations to help accomplish those changes. The first thing they often want to see is changing a policy. Maybe if it's a local government, they want to change a zoning law, or if it's a national government, it could be a piece of of legislation in front of uh, the U.S. Congress. But they need communications and public relations to help them Build support for that change. The second thing that our clients that I work with in public relations often want to accomplish is to get uh, funding for an idea or a grant or perhaps increase membership dues. And communications can help you do that. And the third thing is to grow an audience or community. And when done skillfully, public relations can help you accomplish one or all three of those goals.
0: I see. So public relations is really about yeah building relations, communicating on behalf of a company or a person. So you really need to be able to write well and to speak well. Do you learn this in at a university? Do you think you can bypass university to be a PR specialist?
1: You can. Often people will take some university courses and then move directly into a public relations career. I think if you want to do that, it's important that you get practical experience through internships or volunteering. And so much of hiring depends on relationships and referrals, and it's especially important when you don't have those university credentials. So certainly it it happens. It's not as common as it was 30 or 40 years ago. There was a long tradition in journalism, Laura, in the United States of reporters not having college degrees and going straight from uh, high school into reporting jobs, usually at a very basic entry level, and then working their way up. And there's still that can still happen with uh, public relations. Uh, it's important, if you want to follow that route, to make sure you get lots of practical experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I see because uh, I'm thinking now if, if I were a 20 year old who would like to be in the PR industry like what would I do so in, in hindsight you know based on the experience you've made and based on the the studies you've done and the the, the experience on the field at organizations and companies you've made, what would you say would be the a good, way to start like you were talking about internships would you rather because it's not very easy I mean the more the more we go on in our lives the more competition there is as well so maybe 30 years ago it was easier because PR was something that just started but now everybody you know wants to be in PR wants to do communications and and there's there's lots of there's very little jobs up there compared to the number of people would like to so what would you suggest uh, that a good way is to enter this field
1: well if you're in university I think having one or more internships during your four years at, at college is a great way to position yourself for a job after graduation. And the reason why that can be effective is by doing an internship, you show employers what you can do. And you also have the opportunity to work side by side with mid-career and and senior people who can give you feedback and coaching and mentoring uh, on your work. You also make great connections with people in the field. Those relationships are so important, no matter what your profession. When it comes time to look for work, because employers rely heavily on referrals, they tend to hire, and they do that in order to reduce risk in hiring. Uh, So they tend to give a lot of weight to referrals that come from people they know and like and trust. So when you have an internship, you have the opportunity to build those experiences. Volunteering is another way to do it. There. many professional groups in the public relations world. And if you get involved in the local chapter of one of those groups, you're going to meet leaders in the industry, in your community, and you have the chance uh, by working on a project to show them, again, what you can do, and they're more likely to, to take your call and meet with you when you're doing a job search. In so many positions, again, this is not exclusive to public relations. It, it applies throughout the economy, never get posted. And so these so-called hidden jobs are filled largely by referrals. And you want to make sure that when you're looking for work in public relations, that you've connected with people who are leaders in the field who are likely to hear about these jobs and are going to think of you when those positions open up.
0: We've spoken about non-profit organizations. Can you give me a couple of examples of what happens to a PR person in an everyday life at a company, like a corporate, a for-profit organization? Well,
1: it depends on the company and its size and budget. But typically, your job is you're there to tell the, the company's story and, and talk about the work they're doing in the community, uh, the value of their products and services, you know, sometimes things go wrong, and this happens not only in the private sector but the public and nonprofit sector too. And so your job in public relations is to talk about what happened and the steps that uh, your employer is taking to fix that problem. sometimes employers companies don't want to do this; they'd rather just say nothing and hope the problem goes away in the long run, that's not a good strategy. The crisis communications works best when you've got a leader at the company or uh, organization who's willing to acknowledge that there's been a mistake takes responsibility for it and then has a plan to fix the problem and when you are working for somebody like that and doing public relations your job is still going to be challenging but it gets a lot easier because you're not denying that there's a problem you're talking about the steps you're taking to fix it
0: right and this is always usually very good. Communicating, also in relationships. <laughs> um, it is. So, yeah. is there any? <laughs> are there any myths around the job?
1: I think one of the, the most common myths is that you have to be an extrovert, or what we call in the United States a glad hand, or somebody who walks around the room talking to strangers mm-hmm. and maybe has a blustery personality. To be effective in public relations, you need to have you need be a good writer, a listener, have good analytic skills. You need to be good at building relationships. Introverts do all these things as well, and you know, extroversion mm. is just a way of getting energy. It's a personality style, but it's not a a prerequisite for a career in public relations. I think another myth is that okay, that's good. public relations, yeah, is only about. Placing stories with the, with the media or pitching reporters, perhaps for online platforms, that's certainly part of the job, but a huge part of it uh, now, and this has been a big change in my career over the last few decades, is that you are in the business of creating your own media and creating your own content. Uh, in the old days, before the internet, your job as a public relations professional was to persuade the reporters and editors who were gatekeepers to the public's attention to write and talk about your your story or your client or the idea that you were promoting now thanks to the internet you can create your own content but having your own platform isn't enough you've also got to be good at driving people to that platform and so that's a a really important skill to have
0: yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I mean, the landscape has changed a lot. And uh, so you, for instance, do um, you want to talk about your take on the creating your content and your own media since uh, we're at it?
1: <laughs> I think it's an important skill for any public relations professional not only to learn but to, to, to master. And it's one of the most effective ways you can serve uh, your clients you don't have to wait to, for a, uh, an editor or a reporter or publication to decide to, to pick you and, and write about your, your client or your story. You can create your own content. And I think it also plays to the strengths of a public relations professional because, again, you've got to be a good writer. You have to be a good listener, a good storyteller. And so in the industry now... So much of our work is about not only helping our clients create this content, but how to do so strategically. And it usually starts, Laura, with figuring out who the client wants to reach, what action do they want them to take, and what is the most effective way to connect with that target audience. So many clients, when you work in public relations, they want to go straight to a tactic. Um, Oh, I need a newsletter or a... I need a TikTok account, or I should be on LinkedIn. And those tactics might make sense, but you've got to step back and understand what is the result, the outcome that the client wants, who is the decision maker who can produce that outcome, and what communications platforms and messages are going to be most persuasive to them. So a good public relations professional helps a client takes a client through that process and then helps, makes recommendations about the tactics and strategies that are going to accomplish the outcome that the client wants.
0: What is a lesson you have learned from the past that the young people could benefit from?
1: That's a great question. I I think one lesson that I've learned is the importance of learning from others in public relations field. And I I think this applies to any occupation. If there are new skills you want to to acquire or new areas of the field that you want to work in, there's somebody who is doing that already. And I wish that uh, a lesson I've learned is that people are willing to talk to you about what they've done. And if you invest the time to go out and find them, and ask them for their insights and, and learn from their experience. It's going to help you better serve your clients, but it's also going to help you have a more rewarding and effective career.
0: Hmm, Angry with you on that, for sure. <laughs> so we were talking about skills, hard skills, for sure, what you need to do to be able to do or what you what, what you need to craft your skills for and um, how about soft skills we are touching just a little bit on it uh, about being extrovert or introvert are there any other soft skills that you would say would would be beneficial for this kind of career more than others
1: relationships are are huge in public relations they are in any profession but especially when you're doing communications and so And they matter for a number of reasons. First of all, if you want to get a client's story in a particular publication or online platform, you need to know the people who are in charge of those platforms, understand their needs, and find ways to be of service to them before you go and ask them for uh, for help. And so... Paying attention to relationships and understanding that it's a long game is very important. It also helps when you're doing hiring. Eventually, you may own your own company or you may lead a team for a large organization. And when you're building a team or either as an employer yourself or as a manager, having invested time in in knowing people in your field and, and understanding who's out there and who's good at what they do, can help you be even more successful, both for your team and your your company and for your clients and that requires paying attention to others in the field and getting involved in associations and membership organizations and just understanding who's out there. I go back again and again to relationships they're they're so vital
0: mm-hmm. And how about changing jobs? Let's say um, you have done, like in my case, I have changed careers many times, trying to find my way. Is that okay when you want to be in PR, or is really is really PR should should it be the core of your professional uh,
1: life throughout? It's very common for. People to come into the public relations field after a career in another sector. And certainly in the United States, whatever your original occupation, uh, at the start of your career, it's most many people will change careers three or even five times in the course of 40 years in the workplace. When people hmm. come into public relations, whether it's uh, mid-career or even later, they have what matters when they're trying to persuade an employer to uh, hire them to do that work is can they demonstrate that they've got the transferable skills and experiences to, to make that leap. And one of the best ways to make that case, Laura, is to talk to people who've done it and ask them uh, how hmm. they repackaged their skills and experiences in a way that was appealing to a public relations employer. Ask them what objections they, they had to overcome. How did they address them? Uh, when you learn from others, you're going to save yourself a lot of time and trouble. The other thing that you're, you're doing when you, when you ask for others insights into how they overcame the challenges that you're about to tackle is you get real life insights into what works and what doesn't work. And it takes the mystery out of it. You don't want to, when you're making a career change, test these ideas for the first time in application materials and in interviews. It takes so much longer and it's so much harder to get feedback when you do it that way. So talk to people who've done it and find out what matters to public relations employers when they're considering hiring someone making a career change
0: okay when you look at (laughs) resumes (laughs) what is the first thing that you notice if you want to hire someone of course
1: results does the resume show that the person has produced the outcomes that are required by the job and a public relations position typically requires somebody who writes well and and can produce a lot of written content often it requires pitching or placing stories Uh, it uh, typically will require using certain software and, and online skills. So does, uh, and finally, it also requires producing certain outcomes for clients. So when I look at a resume, I'm, I'm looking for those results and that track record of actually getting things done and a resume that describes that. Your resumes typically will pass over are those that just describe someone's responsibilities. Uh, they sound like a job description. Mm-hmm. And what what matters is, did you play stories? Did you grow the audience for uh, a client's website? Did, you, did the campaign mm-hmm. that you created produce the desired outcome, whether it was um, growing an audience or getting an appropriation or a grant or uh, creating a policy change? Resumes that do that that talk about results are always persuasive and uh, will help you get an interview and help you make your case to a hiring panel.
0: Okay, great. And lastly, you know, looking at the modern technology and trends that will change and reshape for sure some or many of our careers in the future, do you see any change in happening in the future job of a PR professional?
1: I think the ability to tell a story persuasively and strategically is always going to matter. I think understanding a a client's needs and the outcomes they want, the results they want to see, and building a public relations campaign to produce those outcomes is always going to matter. What's going to be different, Laura, in the future is the tools that we use to do that, So I'm dating myself, but when I started, we used electric typewriters. We don't do that anymore. We use uh, (laughs) uh, laptops, and before that, we had these big uh, desktop computers with stations. I don't know what we'll have in 10 or 20 years. It'll be different. So the equipment will change. The software tools will change, but the ability to tell a story and To understand strategically what your clients need and what outcomes they seek and how public relations can help support and accomplish those uh, results, that will never change. And people who have those skills will never have any trouble finding a job.
0: And talking about stories, I thank you very much for your own story, uh, which was very interesting to hear. And I wish you all the best for your uh, own company and your own podcast. (laughs) Um, And I'll speak to you soon. So PR is a storytelling job. Mac is not only a PR specialist, but he's also a fellow podcaster. I recommend you check out his podcast called Find Your Dream Job. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. I hope to hear from you.